Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. If you've ever flown, there's a good chance you had issues with how the uh, airlines handled your luggage. I got a bunch of stories about them losing my luggage or uh, sending it to the wrong place or, or me getting it, but just a lot later than I got to where I was going. So here's a story Scott sent me, and this is an interesting one from the StraitsTimes.com. Swiss plane arrives in Spain without a single suitcase on board. So they brought the people, but not their luggage. And there's an explanation for it. But of course, the explanation doesn't help you when you land in another country and you don't have your luggage. So a plane flying from Zurich to Spain arrived without a single piece of luggage, unbeknownst to the passengers, according to the media, as the airline blamed ground staff shortages. And here's the thing. The plane takes off full of people, but no baggage. The people on board the plane who are running it, i.e. like the pilot and uh, the other staff members, they know the luggage isn't there, but they don't tell the passengers for fear the passengers will be upset. So when the passengers land, get off the plane, go into the airport to look for their luggage, they're then told, oh, your luggage is not here. How do you know? None of your luggage is here. Really? Yeah, it's still all sitting back in the ground from... Zurich, right? You're from Zurich? It's all sitting on the ground in Zurich. When did you figure this out? Oh, before we took off, we knew we weren't bringing the luggage. So you brought us all here without our luggage. You knew it, but you didn't tell us. Yes, that lack of communication is what really causes the problem here. Now, of course, if they had announced this before the plane took off, there may have been a lot of people upset. There may have also been some people who choose not to get on the plane. And see, they don't want that. (laughs) So... Passengers on the Swiss Airlines flight to the northern Spanish city of Bilbao uh, waited by the conveyor belt for their luggage to appear for over two hours. So they were standing there for two hours like idiots watching that belt go around and their luggage not coming out. Swiss Airlines spokesperson confirmed that the plane had taken off with 111 passengers on board and zero bags. 111 passengers, but no baggage. He told the uh, news that there was a shortage of ground staff, adding that the crew had waited for the situation to be rectified, but after one hour and 16 minutes, the situation was still unchanged, and for operational reasons, we decided to fly without the baggage. The reason, he explained, was the need to pick up passengers at the other airport and get the plane back to Zurich before Zurich closed for the night. We understand the situation is not favorable for the people involved, and of course, we regret the inconvenience. Uh, Meanwhile, they cited passengers saying the pilot had apologized for the delayed takeoff, blaming it on a lack of qualified personnel, but did not explain that it had to do with their luggage. Passengers told the paper that no Swiss staff had been on the ground when they landed. They then waited for over two hours for their luggage before staff from Spanish airline Iberia informed them that the plane had, in fact, landed without any luggage on board. One woman said, our vacation is ruined. Uh, Meanwhile, the spokesperson said he could not confirm that passengers had not been informed about the decision to leave the baggage behind in Zurich. We are still analyzing the situation to find out what happened exactly and how we can improve. He said, uh, this shouldn't happen. Uh, oh, <laughs> no. that's the whole story. I can tell you that there was a period of time where I was actually um, 
very, very complicated story. I'm not going to get heavily into it. But for a, a little period of time, I was actually doing a radio show in another city. So every weekend, I'd fly back and forth just over the weekend. I'd, I'd, I'd fly out Friday night and fly back Saturday afternoon. And two flights in a row, uh, they lost my bag. Now, they didn't lose everyone's bag, just, just my bag. They lost my bag. So I'd go stand by the carousel. My bag wouldn't come out. I'd go over there. They'd go, oh, yeah, sorry. Your bag is still at the other town. We'll get it to you. And they just take your address, and, 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 they, and they would get it to me usually the next day. So they basically throw it on the next flight, and it would show up the next day. So the interesting thing is they both times lost it when I was returning home. So I could just go home. It was no big deal because there's nothing in that bag that I needed in my daily life at home. But I also can tell you that one time on one of those flights, we all went and stood by the baggage carousel. Bags started coming off, but nobody's picking them up. And we were the only people in the airport at this time. We were one of the last planes to land for the day. We're all standing there. And pretty soon everyone realizes these bags are coming out, but they're not ours. So somebody walks over to the counter for that airline because there's still somebody there. And they go, oh, all your bags went to New York. And those right there are all the bags that were supposed to go to New York. So there's a mix-up on the ground where they brought the vehicles out and accidentally bags here, bags here, when it's supposed to be bags here, bags here. Again, I understand that happening, but it happened. And luckily, it didn't affect me that much because I was at home and the same thing. Went home. Next day, bag got thrown on my front porch. Happy about that. But I've mentioned once or twice before, Traveling to England, British Air, nightmare with baggage. And so went to England, we got there, went to the airport, you know, we were in the airport as we landed, (laughs) went to baggage, my bags come off, but the bags for the rest of my party do not come off. Never see the bag. So actually we each had one bag, okay, one checked bag. So go over to the British Air's counter, and say, hey, uh, bag never got here. Show them the ticket, type in the information. Oh, your bag is in Texas. Now, I'm not really good at geography, but I think Texas and London, England, are are a good distance apart. And, okay, um, why? It it got thrown in the wrong plane back in the U.S. Okay, um, how do we get that bag? They said they will throw it on the next flight over, and it should be here. They said there's a flight actually leaving in like an hour, plus the flight time. So let's see. I forgot whether we were there in the morning or the evening. I forgot. But they said basically eight or ten hours from now, you will have that bag. So just go to your hotel, check in, do, do what you can, but you're good. And I said, okay. So go to the hotel, hanging out there for a little while. Bag never shows up. Just doesn't show up. So... The next day, I called British Air again, and I said, uh, hey, you know, here's the information. I gave them all, all the numbers and stuff. And they said, oh, oh, your bag is right now. It is in London in a taxi cab being brought to your hotel. Can you confirm for us the hotel? I confirm it, confirm all the information. They go, it's on its way right now. Foolishly wait around for a few hours, never shows up. So I call British Air back, and I say, hey, I'm just curious, looking for this lost bag. And click, 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 click. Um, your bag is in Miami. I go, Miami, Florida? Yes. 
I said, okay, I was told a few hours ago it was in a taxi cab in London. Don't know why they told you that because your, ta- your bag basically went from Texas to Florida. It's now in Florida. I said, okay, when can I expect to see the bag here in England? Because I, I you know, think that we might want to have that. I mean, we brought the, the bag was packed with the intention of bringing it on vacation. That bag deserves a vacation too. <laughs> What, 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 you know, and, and the person I'm speaking to goes, oh, no, it'll be put on the next plane. Uh, it'll be in England in five, six hours, whatever that is. Put on a taxi, take in your hotel, can confirm your hotel for us. And I go, fine, okay, and I do the information, do the whole thing again. We managed to go out and get around a little bit, but it's, it's putting a damper on things. And six, eight hours later, call British Air again, and they go, oh, yeah, 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 your bag is in a taxi right now, headed to your hotel. It'll be there within the hour. Within the hour. Now I'm getting skeptical, but we wait. It doesn't show up. So then I realized, maybe I should try calling a different number, British Air, because we're in England. I wonder what happens if I call U.S. British Air. So I actually go through the motions of whatever's necessary to file, to, to call an international number from England to call the U.S. on my cell phone. And I, I get a hold of somebody. And I say, hey, I'm, I'm just letting you know, I'm in, I'm in England right now. I came over here on British Air. And I've been having trouble with a piece of luggage we're trying to track down. Can you tell me where it is? They go, yeah, it's in Texas. I go, why is it in Texas? They go, well, uh, apparently it went to Texas on the day you left. And it's been sitting there ever since. And I'm like, well, wait a second. D- didn't, didn't, someone told me that it was in Florida Somebody told me that it was in a taxi coming to my hotel. Uh, no, 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 no. It's been in Texas the whole time. Why? Don't know. But, but, but it is. And it has been. Okay, when will it be here? Well, it'll get on the next flight. Blah, blah. And at that point, I was, as you might gather, a bit agitated. And I said, okay, we have a problem here because this luggage, you know, at this point, we're three, four days into the trip. And the bag did show up, I believe it was day five of a week-long trip. And I said, it's kind of cramping our style because of the fact that there were things in that bag that someone needed to wear. And the person very delicately said, you can go shopping and replace those things in the bag at your own expense. And when you get back at the end of your trip, you can send us the receipts and we'll reimburse you. I go, how much am I allowed to spend? And they go, we cannot give you an exact number. If you go too high, we won't reimburse you. But if it's reasonable, we will. I said, can I have your name and number and all that information so I can prove that I talked to somebody? And they gave me a bunch of information that sounded plausible and a claim number. And I said, okay. So went shopping, bought a bunch of stuff, saved all the receipts, the next day, the bag showed up almost in time just to turn right around and come back home again. And when I got back to America, I pulled out my letterhead. This is Steve Lato, attorney at law at the top, and wrote a very nice letter that said, uh, flew on British Air to London, uh, bag didn't make it there for five days, was told repeatedly that it was in a taxi, that it was in London, that it was in Florida, when I actually apparently was sitting in Texas the whole time. And uh, we were told by his kind uh, agent that we could go out and do this. Here are the receipts. Please reimburse us. And I actually got a check for every single penny. So it ended up okay, but it was a nightmare. 
It was just it was just ridiculous. And so I've I've since seen articles where people say, you know something, if you're traveling, you've always got to ask yourself, what if your bag doesn't make it? Can you survive off of what's in your carry-on? So prescription drugs, for instance, uh, eyeglasses. I mean, most people would bring those on board the plane, but you got to think about this stuff. Comfortable shoes, you know, and so maybe even a change of clothing, you know. <laughs> but when you're thinking of going someplace, you think, okay, I pack the bag that we unpack at the hotel room, and I pack the carry-on that I can get into and out of on the way to the airport, at the airport, on board the plane, and then reverse it all at the other end. So crazy things happen. But the problem, of course, here is they get there, the luggage ain't there. Presumably it'll show up like the next day. But because they weren't told, number one, they got on the plane not knowing. And then they stood around like idiots at the airport for two hours. And of course, if you walked out and made the announcement and said, hey, all of you, your luggage ain't here, leave. There'd be some screaming and yelling, but at least they wouldn't waste those two hours of their lives they can't get back. So it's a crazy story. Scott, thanks for sending it from the straightstimes.com. Swiss plane arrives in Spain without a single suitcase on board. And I've seriously thought about this. Is there any way to make that fully rhyme? And I don't think there is, but if you've got a way to make Swiss plane arrives in Spain without its suitcases and make that rhyme, please do so. And I should also point out, several people caught this yesterday, but some did not. The set behind me is identical to my old set, but this is not an old video, okay? So I've replicated or recreated the old background so that I could return the things to the background I wanted to be there. So it took some effort, some time. I might do a video about that somewhere down the road. But yes, this is a modern video shot this day. <laughs> And it's not in my old studio. It is, in fact, in my new studio. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. In Steve's defense, he was left unsupervised.